Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Danny Sanchez. Welcome back to Broadway Live, your home to Broadway news, pop culture, and more. It's not your normal podcast, it's Broadway Live. On this week's episode, I talked about the final confirmed casting of the Dear Evan Hansen movie, the full eligibility of productions for the Tony Awards, the buzz on the revival of Christina Aguilera's reflection for the Mulan movie Disney Plus, and introduced a new series about things you can do with theater that is not just about performing. Don't forget to subscribe to Broadway Live on your preferred streaming platform, and if you love what you're listening to, leave us a review and have a podcast. It truly helps out the podcast for future growth and more. Alright, we have to talk about it. Dear Evan Hansen, more movie casting, final movie casting, and that the fact that they started production of the movie this week, or last week, according to Ben Platt. So the whole cast has been confirmed, including Ben Platt's return of the role of Evan Hansen, it is finally confirmed, and of this new character of Oliver being played by Broadway alum Demarius Copes, who is from the original private production of Mean Girls and the National Tour of Hamilton. This is Copes's silver screen debut, and I'm super excited to see um, uh, what's going to go on with this role. It's a brand new role for the movie, did not know what to expect, and um, super excited to see what he does. He's a very talented actor, and super excited to see what he does. Of course, the rest of the cast has been confirmed. Caitlin Dever will be playing Zoe Murphy, Tony Award winner Ben Platt returning the role of Heaven Hansen, um, Oscar Award winner Julianne Moore as Heidi Hansen, Amy Adams as Cynthia Murphy, Danny Pino as um, the stepfather of Connor Murphy, Alana Beck as um, uh, Amanda Steinberg playing Alana Beck, Colton Ryan as Connor Murphy, and Nick Dodini as Jared Kleiman. I star studded cast directed by Steven Shabosky and the screenplay by Steven Levinson. Um, so I'm super excited to see what this Universal Pictures production has in store for the future. The next top story I'd like to talk about is the final eligibility rulings for the 2019-2020 Tony Awards season. So if you guys don't know, um, the the Broadway League and the Tony Awards Committee, they meet about four times a year to discuss all eligible productions for the Tony Awards to see um, what's eligible, what's not, and so forth and whatnot. Since it's all going to be happening digitally this year, they met one final time to discuss um, three productions that were in talks of My Name is Lucy Barton, A Soldier's Play, and Grand Horizons that were open before the pandemic shut down um, Broadway. Um, so this is very interesting to see what's going to be considered and what's not. According to Broadway.com, unless determined otherwise by the Tony Administration Committee, performers billed above a show titles are automatically considered eligible in leading acting categories, while those billed below the title are eligible in featured categories. Um, some of the categories that were determined from this meeting, including Elizabeth Strout and Rona Murano, or Monroe, <laughs> will be considered joint eligible to be the best play category for their work as co-authors in My Name is Lucy Barton, a play that was on Broadway. Um, Laura Lenny will be considered eligible in the best performance of an actress in a leading role in a play category for a performance in My Name is Lucy Barton. Bob Crowley and Luke Halls will be considered jointly eligible in the best scenic design for a play for My Name is Lucy Barton. And um, David Allen Greer will be eligible considered eligible for best performance by an actor in a leading role, featured role in a play of, of, of the performance of a soldier's play. Wow, a lot of tongue twisters in this sentence. And previously reported by Robert.com, on February 19th, there was an eligibility cutoff day has been established for the 2020 Tonys, despite the Broadway shutdown um, that happened on March 12th. So these are the following productions that are going to be eligible for a Tony nomination um, in opening night order. We have Frankie and Johnny and the Claire de Lune, Moulin Rouge the Musical, Essie Wall A Life, 
The Trail, The Height of the Storm, The Great Society, Safe Play, Linda Vista, The Rose Tattoo, The Lightning Thief, The Percy Jackson Musical, The Sound Inside, Tina, The Tina Turner Musical, The Inheritance, A Christmas Carol, Jag a Little Pill, My Name is Lucy Barton, A Soldier's Play, and Grand Horizons. All of these shows will be eligible for a Tony nomination this year, and we will figure out soon of what shows and things will be nominated for this year. And last on my news that I wanted to talk about is something that's dear to my heart. Mulan is one of my favorite Disney movies and the fact that Christina Aguilera came back to sing Reflection again as she did back in the 1998 movie. And this, you guys have to check out the song. It's so good. The orchestrations have been more modernized in this version and her voice is just so powerful and reson- resonant in this new track. Um, for the movie, the movie if how to watch it on Disney+, Plus, um, you have to have prior access on Disney+, Plus to pay $30 for the movie. So, um, if you want to watch it, go right ahead and pay $30 for premiere access. Um, I have not yet to see the movie yet, but I'm super excited to see what's going to happen um, with it and the response. Um, personally, I am really a big lover of the original movie and all of that with the music and everything, but I do understand the whole cultural aspect of the new um, uh, movie and all that. Let me know you guys know what you think about the new Mulan movie. I would love to hear your response on social media and everything and tag me in it. I would love to see your response as well for um, Mulan. Um, and that is the top stories of this week. I've not seen the movie yet, so hopefully I'll get to see it soon, but the music video is live and ready for uh, a reflection for 2020 so go give it a watch it's amazing christina aguilera kills the song with amazing new opt-ups and new um it's just really beautiful and i recommend watching it so and that is the top stories of this week Hello guys, welcome back to Broadway Live, it's your host Danny Sanchez here, and uh, guys, for this episode, we unfortunately do not have a guest for this episode, but that is not going to stop the role of Broadway Live and the future plans for this podcast, but for this episode, I really wanted to talk about um, this um, thing that I've been really wanting to hear and be um, discussed in the theater industry and everything, and I'm going to have this to be like a two-part of episode, um, it probably won't be for the next episode, but hopefully for another episode we can continue um, a second part and make this an actual series because I have some people that I would love to interview and discuss about what they do in this industry. If you guys didn't know, on my website, on dannysanchez.mystrikingly.com, you can actually go on my link tree page on my Instagram and my TikTok bio, and you can actually get my website there. I have a Google form there where you can suggest topics and guests' ideas for future episodes, and I actually got a submission from a uh, listener. Um, I did not get their name. Um, Actually, let me check their name. Um, No, I did not get their name, unfortunately. So if you are hearing this and this is you, let me know, because I would love to thank you for this question. And one of the topic suggestions that was suggested was, theater things you can do in your life, like job otherwise, other than Broadway, which 
that is an amazing question. I think that's so important to talk about because there are people in this world that love Broadway and everything, but being on Broadway is not like the end goal or being an actor is not the end goal. And, you know, I think it's important to highlight the different opportunities and things that you can get with either you're studying theater or you wanted to get in theater, but you don't necessarily don't want to be on Broadway or perform. There's so many different ways that you can actually, you know, achieve your dream to make a reality. Um, uh, depending how you want it and everything. Uh, a little bit about myself, you know, if you guys don't know, I'm actually, I'm double majoring in theater studies and journalism. I am not a BFA musical theater major. So with this um, idea, I love writing and producing and making content and doing all that stuff. But also I love theater as a whole and a foundation. And also I would love to perform if I ever could. So I wanted to merge my, my passions into one cohesive study major. And that's, and I'm loving it every day. I love what I do, and I'm so excited for the future of what is to come. And there are so many things that you can do in theater that's not necessarily made for just performers. For instance, you know, um, in future episodes, I love to bring in on, you know, set designers and lighting technicians and sound technicians and stage managers and um, assessment stage managers and props and um, wig, makeup, hair, um, even our dressers, um, the front of house staff, all of these things that culminate to the whole Broadway experience and to contribute to what you guys love in entertainment is super important. And I think that, you know, needs to be addressed. Of course, the performers are really important as well, but they make up a percentage of the show, but also the rest of the complete whole of the Broadway experience is made by the things that you don't see on a daily basis. Um, for instance, you know, for myself, if I ever, like, if I ever couldn't perform in a theater capacity or anything, I would love to work at a theater press association like Broadway.com, Playbill, Broadway Box, Theater Mania. Like, if you guys are listening that work there, hey, I'd love to work for you guys. Like, it would be a dream come true and uh, making theater content globally and to see shows and to talk about shows and to be enraptured in the community and, you know, giving, you know, the content that uh, theater goers want, you know. As a kid, I was obsessed with Broadway.com, and I still am, and I think that, you know, having that love and everything is super awesome, and to spread um, that to the world, and um, of course, like, I would love to perform uh, ever if I could, um, but if I can't perform whatever happens or anything, I would love to work for them as well. And even if you want to perform, I, I feel like with um, being a theater major, whatever it is, it's like, you have so much room to grow and you have so much room to explore things that you didn't think that you were going to like. And I think that's super cool when it comes to learning new classes and electives and things like that. Because I took like a stage management course um, a little bit um, for a show that I did in college, my community college, and I loved it. It was super fun being or uh, having like an organized schedule and taking a position of authority and leadership and effectively running a show is super important and I respect all state managers and everything because they make the show happen every night. Literally they do. Um, and I appreciate all the things that they do for us in theater. Um, and there's so many things that, you know, uh, Broadway is not like, it's the dream of course, it's everyone's dream as like a theater kid growing up and everything and it still is people now. But I think that a lot of people don't understand that you can actually work for theater, not on Broadway. There's regional theaters around the world. There's theme parks. There's um, different things that you can do to explore your craft, cruise ships and all these things. Of, of course, right now with the pandemic, it's not really helping. But, you know, there's a lot of op a lot of things that you can do that are not just 
the Broadway community, but, you know, I do understand the dream to be on Broadway, which, you know, I would love to be on Broadway. I think the goal for me now, as if I got older, is I just want to work in New York. I want to work in New York, no matter what I'm doing, be a part of the theater community, and just be having my, a name for myself and just, you know, spreading positivity and light into the theater world, representing on marginal, representing marginalized communities and POC voices, and uh, making sure that we're all represented and um, accepted in this theater world. Because the life of a theater kid and an actor can be sort of competitive. And I think that just to break that stigma is really important when it comes to um, that mentality. But also, like, not just being artistically inclined, a lot of the theater community needs to have people that are very, you know, quick-witted and good with numbers, producers, um, agents, and casting directors, and all these things that put investors that put money into these productions. They're not cheap. They are not cheap productions that go on Broadway and, and everything like that. So, um, hopefully the next feature episode, I will bring someone from, like, the art management side hint, hint, you might know who it is, to talk about, you know, all the things that people may not know about when it comes to, you know, Broadway and the capacity and all these things that come to making a Broadway show a reality. Because it takes a journey. It's not like one day you're like, oh, I want to do the show on Broadway, and then it's on Broadway. It's a, a whole journey when it comes to it. And, you know, all that. Also, we have people that represent um, our fellow people, our performers, and our stagehands. Like I said, um, like I said, with our casting directors and agents and everything, but also, um, um, actors equity. They represent lots of actors in the union. Um, pretty much everyone that works in New York that are on Broadway is a union actor. Um, represents them and their rights as an actor and everything and all the policies and regulations that they follow. So that's also a good way to work for theater as well. Um, a good like HR experience thing that you could probably, you know, be with and stick with and learn from it. Um, there was also a part of my life where I kind of want to be a casting director because I have such, uh, I have a lot of things and castings in my head that I would love to, like, do. Maybe it'll happen. I don't know. I consider, like, the ideals for myself as, like, a performer. Like, I just want, I want to do everything. And it's like, I feel like, who are the people that love theater just for everything and that wants to try and do everything? That's literally me. Like, personally me, as a, um, person that didn't go to BFA school, I wanted to just be enraptured in the community, and I just wanted to learn as much as I can. I didn't want to be confined in a box. And not saying that people that are BFA musical theater majors, not saying that they are confined, it's just personally my choice. I wanted it. I did not want that to happen. So, you know, I would love to, you know, by night perform on Broadway and by morning do some little news. And I want to be like a busy, busy, busy person in the theater community. That's just like, I love being busy. And I love doing all these things and just, you know, making change in our community because it's super important. Um, also, educators theater, as uh, educators in theater are super important to enrich the next generation of upcoming actors and technicians and whatnot. So like becoming an arts drama teacher, high school, college, summer programs, um, uh, arts administrators um, in the schools to um, fund programs and all these things are super vital. And I think that, you know, without those people, we wouldn't have the, the necessary support we need to continue our craft. And I think that that's really important as well. Also, like working at like Broadway, um, regional houses, and then the front office, box office, national tours, Broadway Across America, all these things that are important to keep theater alive and to keep everything, um, intact. Um, and I think that's pretty much it, and a lot of things that you can do on Broadway, um, being on 
Broadway with instead of performing. Um, there are so many things that you can do. And I think that, you know, the biggest advice that I've given is to just do what makes you happy and then the hard work will come in. And I think that's an important thing as well. Well, this was a good discussion about um, things that you can do in theater in your life than not just Broadway. I think that's super important in having this conversation and to make it clear um, about it. Um, if you have any other further ideas and things you want to see on um, this topic, let me know on my website and on DMs on Twitter and Instagram. I would love to hear your response. Um, this will be a two-part episode, and I will bring in a lot of more guests so we can further fuel the conversation of the specifics and what each job position does of like an actor, producer, stage manager, lighting technician, whatever it is, they're important. They're all important in theater to make the theater experience come alive. This may be a short episode, but I really wanted to cater a lot of um, new ideas and new um, insights into this topic for future, th future things to come. And I'm super excited. But also, I just wanted to stop by and say thank you guys so much for the love for this podcast. Broadway Live has been doing an amazing job, and I'm super excited to hear your love and support and excitement for future episodes. Uh, we're almost reaching at about a hundred um, viewers and listeners, which I'm really, 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 really grateful and excited. Um, it makes me so happy that everyone's really interested in this, and hopefully we continue this forward for new things to come. If you wanted to support this podcast or anything, you can head on my public sites on anchor.com, anchor.fm slash Sanchez 3 or just go on Anchor and look at my name, probably live, and you can support the podcast monthly, whatever it is, leave a message, listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatnot, um, and leave critiques, because I've been told I do talk a little fast <laughs> when it comes to doing podcasts and everything, but it's just my excitement, and I'm really happy that, you know, this podcast dream of mine is becoming a reality. Um, like I said, make sure you listen to the podcast Broadway Live and on your preferred streaming platform. And I hope you guys have a safe and wonderful day and week whenever you're listening to this. Make sure that you know that you are loved and appreciated. Don't let anything tear you down. Stay positive. Be true to yourself. And hope you enjoy your day and week. Signing off, Broadway Live. This is not your normal podcast. This is Broadway Live. Have a good one. Bye.